and welcome to episode one of Drag on the G. Singer. Yes. The study of RuPaul's Drag Race and where we rewatch every single episode and recap, react, throw shade, and give you all the tea. Mostly the shade. Just yes. kidding. I'm not kidding. But guess what, y'all? It's our first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of shade buttons going off right now. And we're your hosts, Beth. And Lisa. Pew, 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 pew. This podcast is going to contain all the spoilers. So if you're- All of them. Yeah, literally all of them. So if you're new to Drag Race and haven't seen everything- this includes literally All Stars, Canada, UK, Holland. Consider this your warning. And I can also already tell you that I'm about to be the Trixie and you're about to be the Katya because I've interrupted <laughs> you like three times. And I'm just going to have the weird ass laugh that Katya always has. <laughs> <laughs> she always says I laugh and it gets me every time. That's like the best part. Anyhow, if you didn't know who Trixie and Katya are, you should probably just stop listening right now. And go watch... Because <laughs> <laughs> it's our podcast, and not yours. <laughs> Clearly, we have not practiced no. that. That one wasn't. That no. one wasn't. That one wasn't professional. We'll get. Th- yeah, but seriously though, don't listen if you don't want spoilers. But do listen if you want to listen to two very cool and entertaining people. Uh. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. So normally, and yeah, I'm saying y'all, you're going to learn more about us in a little bit, but listen, I live in the South, so don't come at me. Don't throw me shade. (laughs) Anyhow, normally what we're going to do is we're going to plan to rewatch every single episode. I said it every single episode and we're going to go in numerical order until we feel like watching all stars and then we'll start watching all stars and you'll follow along. We'll tell you the week before. But before we get started with that, where you can watch along with us and then in maybe even like submit what you think to us, uh, we figured it'd be nice for you to get to know us, me, Beth, and Lisa. <laughs> She's giving you a peace sign. Um, That's like my thing. That, that, is, that is her thing. I can confirm that. So Lisa, why don't you go first and share like why we are going to love you? And, and what got you into drag? This feels like very interview-esque and I really like it because I like talking about myself. Um, my name is Lisa. Um, Hi, Lisa. I am- Hi, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I am from New York, um, if you can't tell automatically. I mean, from of my accent. century. <laughs> I feel like my accent has dwindled a little bit living in North Carolina, but people still clock me for my accent all the time. They think I'm from New Jersey first, which, you know, it's not too far off, but you know, New York is where it's at. Um, so I'm from New York. My pronouns are she and her, and I am a queer lady married to another lady. My wife's name is Kate. So you will probably hear her name, um, often maybe me and Beth are very into Harry Potter. We're very into astrology and we're very into like personality types. I am a Slytherin. Wah, wah. 
whatever. <laughs> I'm a good Slytherin, okay? People people actually people actually think I'm a Hufflepuff, especially based off my my sun sign, which my son is in Libra, which a lot of people that are into astrology and Harry Potter feel like that is incorrect that I should be a Hufflepuff, but I am not. I'm a Slytherin with a sun sign in Libra. My moon is in Leo and my rising is in Capricorn. I know you're literally melting my brain a little bit, but but we'll get there. (laughs) We'll get Beth there. I have become very into the astrology lately. The astrology. You're going to show up in the next um, podcast with like crystals charging in the full moonlight. You know... I, I have three crystals <laughs> and they, not crystal methods. No, like legit crystals, but they are, I recently moved. So I don't know where they are. They're still in boxes somewhere. I have to find them, but um, I just like them because they're pretty. I don't know if I really believe in like the energies that they give. Meanwhile, I have a tarot card deck sitting right in front of me behind the computer but one story at least is a spooky one so if you have like spooky questions you just direct them to her and not I'm me like pretty witchy but I'm, I, I aspire like, to be but I'm not you know I I mean witchcraft is like a thing like people actually do spells and shit and I'm like oh yeah I don't know like I kind of want to but I'm also like kind of afraid I don't really know because I heard that if you like do something it could like mess things up if you're not legit I don't know I don't I don't think I want to mess with that one of my high school classmates y'all will about to find out where I'm from too so like this is gonna be even more shocking one of my high school classmates is a is a self-identifying witch Hmm. legit and um lives in Boston and is a lovely human and also has I mean like like posts like spells and stuff on yeah. on Instagram and I'm like fascinated and also like <clears throat> I'm a little too Gryffindor for that <laughs> and I'm like yeah I'm a Slytherin give me the cauldrons sometimes I try to move things with my mind but like me? that's about as far as I go oh, me too but it never works and I'm very disappointed one day it will and then I'm gonna die because I'm gonna have to be like that plant it's it it's 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 moving Speaking of, you know how in my birth chart, it says that I have like a connection to the spiritual realm or whatever. I legitimately, I looked it up the other day. Like I Googled like how to get in touch with your natural abilities. And like none of this has really ever happened to me. Then me and Kate were literally making dinner tonight and my music box started playing music. And I was like, hello. Did you Who's see her? Did you see the um uh episode of uh that Trixie's music box started playing? No. Randomly? Oh, it was so creepy. I think we both kind of got into like in-person drag before we actually started watching drag race. Um, I went to my first drag show. I transferred, it was in college at some, sometime. So my ex at the time brought me to a drag show, um, 
when I was in college and I mean this this is kind of like a fun fact but like not really that fun um it was hosted by she who must not be named oh. who was disqualified Lady so Voldemort. If you can, like, put that together I'm from New York me and this person she who must not be named from season 12 went to the same school um so she used to host like all the drag shows so um my very first drag show was hosted by her and all the other shows that I went to like previously were hosted by her um and can we henceforth yes I said henceforth call her Lady Voldemort <laughs> sure okay great great um so yeah that was my first like I guess, like, intro to drag. I was a dancer my whole life. So I feel like performing and I did hair for a long time. I did makeup for a long time, like, post-college before I decided, eh, I think I need a degree in something that I'm currently not using. But I did hair and makeup and I was a dancer. So I was very into, like, performing and very into musical theater. So I just fell in love with drag but I never like took the next step to actually watch Drag Race until quarantine when Jose our friend Jose told me that I needed to watch Drag Race my first the first season that I watched was season 12 which is really interesting that like Mm -hmm. comes full circle that is what got me into drag we're into it now now it's Beth's turn Welcome back. This podcast is sponsored by Delusion and, well, Delusion. (laughs) I've been practicing that like we had sponsors, but in fact, we don't even have one listener. So. Well, we might. Kate will watch. Listen. You know, God bless Kate. About me. That's what we're talking about now, right? About Beth. Hi, y'all. I'm Beth. Um, And I'm from the South. So there's that. Um, if you want, where, where in the South? If you want to get more specific, I'm from North Carolina originally, and that's actually quite a feat because no one that lives in North Carolina is actually from North Carolina because everyone wants to live in North Carolina. But I'm from North Carolina originally, the mountains out by Asheville. Um, from such a small town, though, that I have to tell you I'm from Asheville because no one has ever heard mm-hmm. of the place that I grew up, which makes my witch in Boston story. Even more surprising because mm. I'm from Redneckville, USA. And there's like barely a comma between Redneckville and USA. Where I'm from. <laughs> barely. Um, my, pro- my pronouns are she and her. And I identify as um, a straight married female. My husband's name is Kevin. And Kevin. you'll probably hear him. <laughs> Lisa's every time we, every time he says bird. Kevin, I think of the, the Kevin from Up that like goes like the this. dodo bird. Is he a dodo? Yeah, Isn't a dodo bird? I don't know what it is. It's a it's a Kevin. It's a snipe. It's a Kevin. It's a snipe. Well, I I think of that or the uh, minion, Kevin the minion, mm, mm, mm-hmm. or my husband. Mm, you know, 
you know, that should be the first choice, but <laughs> it's interchangeable. Think, think of the, to- the dodo bird instead. It's interchangeable. Um, <laughs> some days, not all days, some days. So, yeah, that's how I identify as a straight female. And you'll, you're probably, honestly, at some point, you're going to hear Kevin screaming in the background because when he watches sports, he screams a lot at the TV. <laughs> so if you overhear screaming, it's not because anything's wrong. It's because someone did something great on the football field. Um and there's really no room for that in a drag race podcast. So <laughs> here we are. Um, my Hogwarts house, I'm a Gryffindor and just about as opposite as possible from Lisa. I appreciate the dark arts, but I think I would be better at things like becoming an animal, animargus. I don't know how to say that properly. An animagus? Animagus, yeah. Mm-hmm. That. Like, I think I'd be better at those things. Um, like McGonagall stuff. That'd mm. be me. Transfiguration. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Transfiguration. Transfigure me into something else besides this. Um, I, my astrology signs. I'm a Gemini. That's my sun sign. And I forget what the rest of my signs are i'm a taurus in moon no i think you're a taurus rising. rising you're right you're right and i think you're pisces pisces moon yeah i was just gonna say that yep and lisa knows that better than i do because i still think that melts my brain a little bit but we're getting there <laughs> well just maybe i wrote your birth chart i like analyzed <laughs> birth charts so that's how i know maybe by like season three i'll understand but i just told you more Mm. Um, but I, I don't yet. So we've got a little while and my Enneagram type is actually the same as Lisa's. We are both type eight. I don't think you told them that you told our dear viewers, listeners. Yes. We are both any, is that how you say it? Enneagram? I always say Enneagram. Enneagram. And, oh, I just leave out the other E. It's fine. Enneagram. Yes. Enneagram. Enneagram type eight. Type eight. And, uh, for anyone who's listening at home, that's the challenger. So Mm. you may not want to go up against us in like a Twitter war, perhaps. (laughs) First button. First button. Um, What got me into drag? Well, I'm so glad you asked. So glad you asked. Um, I had always been fascinated with performance, kind of like Lisa, same for you. Um, And I'm a pretty new fan, like, of actual drag like I have been around drag and drag performers a lot I lived in Chicago for about eight years and we all know the Chicago drag scene is pretty amazing um I went to go see drag shows occasionally in Chicago my husband and I actually would both go so I'm like that straight girl fan that all the drag queens talk about how they like love their straight people that actually follow drag that's me (laughs) Um, and then I dragged my husband along and then fun fact, Kevin, oh, I mean, drag queens, oh, they love Kevin. Oh, I could see that. Oh, it is the best thing ever. If you want to get attention from an awesome drag queen, just bring Kevin. Wait, I'm now I'm really excited to go to drive and drag. <laughs> with Kevin, Kevin. Kevin is a magnet. I love for that. Hot drag queens. And I'm like, this is like my best case scenario. Like, yeah. 
y'all get to come over here and like hit on my husband and I'm like, yes, come Kevin, to our table. Has Kevin ever watched Drag Race with you or is he just like pass out on the couch all the time? Uh, he won't, he, yeah, Drag Race is not something he has watched yet. He is, he is really excited about driving drag. Um, he likes live drag, right? He's mm-hmm. not like, he doesn't actually like really any competition shows, to be honest with you. I don't think now that you just asked me that, I don't think I've ever seen him watch any show that's like an elimination competition. Yeah. Um, I think he get, I know he, it's just like not his thing. So he hasn't really watched Drag Race, which makes it even more amazing that he's going to go see Bianca Del Rio be the clown herself and, <laughs> and he's not going to have any context. Um, I had no context about eight months ago for Drag Race and started watching it. And I actually started per like your suggestion and Jose, our friend, shout out Jose's suggestion. Um, I started with season one, episode one. And I uh, watched Drag Race, like we're going to watch Drag Race on this podcast. And I had no idea who won most seasons. The only winners that I knew when I, the only winner that I knew when I started watching Drag Race was, spoiler, turn it off if you don't want to hear it. Um, Shay Kule was the only winner uh, of All Stars 5 that I, I, that I knew um, was the winner. So I got to kind of like experience Drag Race, like as if I was a first time viewer. And I thought that was like, pretty awesome pretty invigorating and now i feel like i have something to say about it even though i have literally no experience in any of these fields (laughs) well that's that's really cool i wish i had um i mean i'm i'm that person that reads the last page of the book before finishing the book so i don't know why i googled all of the seasons while i was watching it and then looked at the cast (laughs) and of course they put the cast in order like on the website, Wikipedia or whatever, fandom.net or whatever it's called. I know why. You're a Slytherin and I'm a Gryffindor. (laughs) Possibly, I guess. Well, and something else fun for me and also something that no one asked for are uh, some drag race questions that Lisa and I are going to run through. (laughs) I'm so excited about these questions. To be honest with you, I looked at them and then I like purposely looked away because I wanted to give you really candid answers yes. on them. Okay. We'll okay. I'll, I'll ask you first. You already know my answer, but you can ask me first. I know, but the viewers don't know your answer. The They're viewer. About to. The one They're, viewer, Kate. Kate. I Kate. <laughs> Kate does know my answer, probably. I don't know if she knows the answer. Well. Um, okay. Beth. Who is your all-time favorite queen? I uh, think I'm going to spell it for you. Oh, okay. R, A, V. J, O. No, V, <laughs> E, N. And for those of you at home, that's Raven. And you Raven. can't tell me anything differently. I don't care what Raven does. I'm still going to be Raven's number one fan. I'm probably the first person that ordered a signed photograph when Raven decided that she wanted to have things up on her website a couple weeks ago. So Raven. Oh, you did order one? I ordered stickers and I ordered a signed signed picture of her with that like beautiful beige. Yes. Hat. Love. Love it. And then I put nice. my name in the comments, so Raven's going to write my name. Oh. And I might fine. cry when it arrives in my mailbox, but that's a whole other story for a whole other day. Raven. 
Um, Raven is the answer. It's <laughs> the only answer. So why, I want to know why after watching, because Raven, I feel like when I go through my top 20, a lot of the queens that I really love are from later seasons. Yeah. Like not so much from earlier seasons. And I wonder if it's because I've rewatched the later seasons more than the beginning seasons, like seasons one through five I haven't rewatched but season six plus I feel like I've rewatched and most of my favorites come from those seasons so after watching it like so recently why is Raven your favorite Raven is a a fascinating queen like when you look at Raven's style I feel like her style is just iconic so that's one reason I mean Raven can literally do anything she's just like a She's a anime and a what a animagus. Animagus. Oh wait, what? Okay, what house? What house is oh, Raven? In? Raven is a Slytherin, hands down. There's yes, no, I, mean, you can't I was tell me just gonna say that Raven's a yes. Slytherin. Um, Agreed. honestly, a lot of my closest friends, Kevin's a Slytherin, you're a Slytherin. There's a, most of the people in my life are Slytherins besides myself, which is Gryffindor, which just seems weird, but whatever. Um, another reason, second reason. So one, Raven is iconic. Reason one. Reason two that Raven is my favorite is because Raven was one of the first queens on Drag Race that actually like was Raven, right? Like when I eat, I rewatched season two about a month ago just because I love Raven and like Raven was one of the first people to like tell this is how it is this is how I feel mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna like hide behind the tv camera you may not like me but like this is who I am and I felt like Raven was one of the first authentic queens that we saw on Drag Race and again Raven's look is iconic and I feel like Raven's personality is fairly iconic too and kind of gave people the freedom of expression in those later seasons that they didn't have in, you know, everything was sunshine and rainbows and like unicorn farts in the first like two seasons until you got to Raven. And then it was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know. I feel like, I mean, we're going to start season one over, but I started rewatching season one for the second time, like recently. And I feel like in season one, they kind of like show people out to either be nice or be like they're either nice, very competitive, in villain, yeah. But once I get to season two, yeah. <clears throat> which kind of goes back to what you said about Raven just being like real and not really like night. I don't know. It's just more real versus like showing someone as a true villain. Yeah, and I also um I'm gonna stop talking about Raven at some point, probably never. Um, <coughs> but I also really appreciate that Raven has Raven is a beautiful and successful queen and Raven also has truly made the most of RuPaul's Drag Race right like Raven has what an Emmy is that what it is yeah because yeah. Raven like saw an opportunity and like jump I like went in it so I or went for it and I just I think I identify a lot in the same like way as Raven and I feel like a lot of like um I don't know Raven just feels real and I think that was a really cool thing to see on Drag Race and even with all the editing and like all of the agenda that it, of course producers and people that are putting this thing on air have 
it still felt like Raven was able to be Raven. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, switching gears, Lisa, who's your all-time favorite queen? This is a really hard question. Oh, my me. God. No, it's not. <laughs> um, My all-time favorite queen, 100%, locked in the spot, will never change, is Adore Delano. Shocker. I, sh- this makes me so emotional. I just love her so much. I watched Adore on American Idol when I was in 10th grade. And, and this like goes into why I love her so much. She, I watched her on TV as Danny. On American Idol. And I don't even know if I've even... I think I've told you the story. You have. She, okay, is obviously a queer person on reality TV. And growing up, I was in 10th grade. I remember watching, like, real shows... Not real shows, but, like, non-reality shows. Like, shows like Degrassi and, like, shows that have gay characters in them. And I was always like, oh, that's interesting. Maybe that like could be me, maybe, but that's not real life. So then American Idol season, I don't know, season seven or nine. I don't know what season it was. Then you see Danny Noriega on the screen looking like a Jonas brother, like a lesbian Jonas brother, as he (laughs) says on Drag Race. (laughs) He is there and he's like super gay. And I remember seeing him on American Idol and being like, oh, that's legitimately like a real human being. I guess it's a real thing to be queer. Um, And I just, I loved him on American Idol because of that reason. And then... I mean, I always followed, which is interesting, before I even watched Drag Race, I followed Adore on Instagram because I knew of Adore as Danny before he was Adore. And then I just was late to the Drag Race party. Pun intended. (laughs) And then I started watching and fell in love with Adore more watching on Drag Race. That brings us to a whole nother topic because neither of our favorite queens are winners of, well, anything because uh, American Idol was not a win for Adore, nor was Dread Grace. (laughs) Raven likes to serially come in second on everything um, besides the Emmy. So she won that. Mm -hmm. Lisa, who's your favorite Drag Race winner? Mm. This. So. I feel like my top two are pretty like locked together and like interchange. Um, Jada from Good. yeah season twelve season twelve and Priyanka from Canada. Yeah, I I know that Evie Evie and Aquaria are pretty high up there. I really do love Aquaria and I love Evie too, but um, Priyanka and Jada are definitely my two favorite winners. I think, I don't know. I feel like they're very, they're very much tied. All right. Who's your favorite winner? I think I have several and I don't know if I could pick one. I, when I think about my top five Queens, Priyanka's in my top five. So I guess technically Priyanka would have to be my favorite winner. Mm -hmm. Um, And close behind Bianca Del Rio, because like, 
I mean, you can't get me enough, Bianca. I could watch Bianca as a weather woman all day long on repeat. I just, She's so funny. I love Bianca too, but there's just something about other queens that like pull at my heartstrings more than Bianca does. And I don't know what it is. A charisma thing. I don't, I don't know. Like I love Bianca, but I don't even know if Bianca makes my top 20. 100% Bianca's in my top 20. I'm trying to think. I do also love Shay. I mean, if we're counting all-star winners, I think Shay's top tier too. So I would say one of the three of them, well, Priyanka would be my favorite winner, but there's a close race behind for Shay and uh, Bianca. Mm-hmm. I I was listening to um, Trixie and Katya's podcast, the one with Priyanka. Did you listen to that episode with Priyanka yet? It's actually, I'm listening to them in order and it's my, the next one. Okay. So she talks about, I don't know if she, maybe I'm making this up, but I remember her talking about um, merch and mm-hmm. Trix, Trixie talks about when she first got off Drag Race or All Stars, one of those two, where she was fulfilling her own merch yeah. <laughs> packages. And then Priyanka goes in to talk about how she does hers in response to emails. And I remember, okay, ordering the Just Be Gay crew neck. And it was like really like two months later after I ordered. So I emailed the email, like the support email, like, hey, like, I know it's COVID, but like, where's my sweatshirt? I didn't actually say it like that, but I was like, hey, like, where's my sweatshirt? And so I got an email back saying like, oh, it's printing this week, being set to ship this day. And it was signed Priyanka. I would die. And I was like, I would die. I showed Kate and I was like, I don't think it's really Priyanka. Like she won Canada's drag race. I don't think I'm she's deceased. Like, I don't think she's fulfilling her own merch orders. And then on the podcast, they were talking about it and how I believe Priyanka said that she does her, like does her own. I'm like, this is- okay. So I was emailing back and forth with Priyanka. And then you like crawl into a coffin with Sharon needles and you hear the like front door go <laughs> as you shriek into a corner because yeah. <laughs> you're like, wow, that was Priyanka. Yeah. And I was, and I was wondering where my just be gay shirt was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny. But I, I love Priyanka. She, she was like a clear winner to me. From yes. The very beginning, there was a hot minute where I thought Lemon could win. There I was like a lemon. hot. I do like Lemon. There was a hot minute where I thought Rita Baga could win. I really thought that it was going to be either her Priyanka that was going to win toward the end. Even though I do love me some Scarlet Bobo, but I like Scarlet. Um. So I was I was actually before we move on to the next. Um, topic I was actually like really invested in Priyanka and I was like mm-hmm. man Priyanka is not going to win because everybody that like the most never wins they always yes. come in second every yeah. single time and so then I like couldn't stop watching and I actually like had to go to work and so I was watching the last like minute of this in the car as I'm like driving to work and then they crowned Priyanka and I was like oh oh 
these people are real. And I think that's and just they like, go out, they go out without bodyguards. <laughs> yeah, they're real people. They're real people that I think there's a fair mixture of like idolization and also just like admiration. And I, I think that there's not a lot of that left. Like there's not a lot of real people who show their real selves and are comfortable with their real selves because I think it's just I think that's really cool. And there's not a lot of real true honest like television like what drag race is i i really think that not that i'm trying to like wrap this up because i feel like this is like kind of the end like conversation but i feel like that is something that is very attractive about this franchise and this television series to me and i walk away feeling like you know i want to order something from this person or from um you know i i want to support this person because they're real Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And that does not happen in reality TV. Right. Does not happen. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that earlier, like about um, the merch that I've acquired. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I have this person, this person, this person. And I'm like, this person isn't you know, necessarily in my top five favorite queens, my top 10 favorite queens, even in like my top 20 favorite queens. But I still want to support every single person. Yeah. Because they're people. They're real people. Mm -hmm. They're performers. They're entertainers. They're people who like need our support. And I think that that's beautiful in a way and also a little scary because of the space that we're in right now yeah in the world and uh it's one of those things where I mean to your story about Priyanka doing her own fulfillment right like Priyanka is a just like star I mean Priyanka has nowhere to go but up and Priyanka is still potentially fulfilling her own merchandise that's insane to me that's wild that's that is wild. I like thinking about that and then thinking about um, my friend, like I told you yesterday, my friend went to Jan's show mm-hmm. and then Jackie Cox, Rose, I didn't tell you this, Jackie Cox, Nikki Doll, Rose, and Todrick Hall were all at Jan's show in New York City on a Monday night without bodyguards. Like, they're that's just crazy. there, like, chilling. And that's so crazy to me because people like us, we see these people as, like, the high of, like, celebrity. But they're still, like, normal people fulfilling their own merch and, like, going out to bars by themselves, walking on the street by themselves. And I'm like, no, Rosé, like, you shouldn't be doing that, Rosé. Like, don't do that. Todrick Hall, you shouldn't be by yourself. But, like, it's... I don't know. You know, it's interesting that you say that because after something fun fact about me, I spent um, I spent a decade in reporting. I was a, a sports journalist, and something that I walked away with from that experience was, I, you know, I covered people all the way from the time they were in high school sports to NFL, NBA. There's a lot of big time athletes that I've interviewed or uh, worked with, and some of them whom I consider friends. Uh, And the thing that I tell people all the time is that people forget that we're all people. 
And yeah, the drag world is still really pure in a lot of ways because they are still real people. And mm-hmm. I just think it's it's fascinating to me. Like when you think about someone who's a humongous star, you think about LeBron James. Yeah, but LeBron's a person, right? And LeBron wants to be someone who I'm assuming I'm speaking for LeBron, I guess, but LeBron or any of these like <laughs> crazy star athletes, they they want to be interpreted as people and they want you to think that they're human because they are human and, and they make mistakes and they also do incredible things and they're and they have this like special niche that they're successful at. And I think that the drag world is particularly fascinating to me because there is no, there are superstars and a superstar in the drag world is not a superstar like LeBron James, right? Like you said, there's no bodyguards. There's no um, like incredibly special treatment. They're not getting, for the most part, they're not getting recognized if they're on the street or they're at the grocery store. And they're still hugely important, pivotal members of what's shaping society and the direction that we're headed in, in, in what I think to be in many ways a very positive direction when you think about like what drag brings for the world. And that's crazy because what they're contributing is huge. It's absolutely akin to like what a uh, superstar athlete is contributing to society, maybe more. And yet they show up at a New York club to support their sister with nobody, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. It's very pure still. Yeah. I love that. Beth, you speak so eloquently. (laughs) People used to pay me to speak eloquently, but not anymore. And I guess that means we have to wrap up our first episode. Okay, sure. So shall we give them some homework? Homework? Anyone who's listening, we need we need you to watch season one, episode one, before you come yeah. back next time. Sure. <laughs> Great. I don't, we don't really have a cadence yet. No. But um, I'm sure we will find a cadence. Yeah, because we're also but- normal people. With no bodyguards. No bodyguards. No bodyguards, but mermaid colored headphones. Yes. But anyhow, watch episode one. Well, sorry. Watch season one. Episode one. one. Episode one. Because we surely wouldn't want you to have any spoilers about who goes home first in all of (laughs) Drag And we will be back to recap and talk about the first episode. Yeah, so thanks for making it this far, Kate, and potentially anyone else who... Maybe maybe, someone else. (laughs) Maybe maybe you. And if it's you, you know what? Salute. I just saluted you, so thank you. Yes. Subscribe to us on where you are listening to us, whether that's Spotify, Apple, wherever. Yeah, that's more than what I knew about where you might be listening to us, so Lisa owned that one. (laughs) Yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Subscribe, and like, then, follow, give us a thumbs yes. up, put us in your MySpace exactly. top eight. Wait, what? <laughs> we do, we <laughs> we do have a um an Instagram and a Twitter. Yeah, yeah, good plug, good plug. So thanks, thanks. So follow us on Instagram at dragology dot podcast on Instagram. Dragology. Dragology. And then what are we on 
Twitter, drag, dragology pod. Podcast. Yes, on Twitter. Yep, dragology pod on Twitter. Yeah. And so. if you can't spell that, then you're not a real drag fan. Oh my God. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, you, if you made it this far, you. if you made it this far, you're a real drag fan. So kudos. We love you. So thanks. Peace out, homies. You I'm made it through episode up the peace one. Signs. Lisa's peacing out. Hope you enjoyed getting to know us. Hope you enjoyed getting to know the edited version of us because it will not be as long as the actual. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess we'll find out. Okay. We'll see. All right. Dragology. Peace out. <laughs>